Hello, wonderful people, and welcome back to an episode of Rue Rambles, a Purple Croc podcast. A fantastic episode is about to be unleashed on you guys. This is my journey as I leave Sydney and fly all the way to London Heathrow. I am in Sydney Airport right now. I just bawled my eyes out saying goodbye to Emma. We had, you know, the Uber ride here together. We went through security and everything, checked in for our separate flights separately, but we did all of it together and now we're here and we had to say goodbye because we aren't going on the same flights. We are going on different ones and to different locations and I take four different flights and I go through this hell of a journey that I'm about to go through um, where I've got, you know, only a three hour, lay- hour layover between two of my flights. It's not a layover, it's like a transit time. Um, and I'm so nervous for it. I had nightmares about it. So um, I'm going to live it you know do it all live on this podcast because why not because I'm kind of ridiculous like that and I look like a little weirdo sitting in the airport right now with my red eyes and my red face because for some reason I'm super hot and a little microphone recording but you know what I am weird and I'm just going to embrace it for this podcast and this episode this is so weird like I don't think I think I'm numb to the fact that I'm leaving a place that I've called my home for the night past nine months I think I'm very very numb and I think it's because I'm one of the last of my group to leave I'm not really I'm just like whoa okay right yeah it's my turn all right stepping up onto the podium let's go like I'm not really thinking about it that deeply and I think when I get on this plane I think I really will think about it much more deeply and I will start to freak out a wee bit um yeah i've never really felt like this before i think it's that i'm just so unsure of what is to come and what it's going to be like and if i'm it's just a big black hole of nothing right now i really don't know i just know that i have a lot of travel ahead of me in the next few hours and a lot to get through um and yeah i've got movies i've got food i've got you know stress i've got anxiety and i've also got to sleep uh to make sure that i'm keeping my body regulated and going in the right sort of pattern for when I land and resting because it's going to be a wee bit stressed but once I'm on that plane on my flight to Istanbul uh, Turkey I will feel so much better but until then I think I'm just going to be kind of in this heightened flight or flight stress mode that I am in yeah yeah so anyway this is me leaving Sydney I will catch up with you guys soon when I'm in Kuala Lumpur, which will be in the next second for you and will be in 10 hours for me. So let's see. Woo-woo. Hello, and actually hello from Singapore, as I did not find time to record whilst I was in Kuala Lumpur. That flight, though, wasn't actually that bad. It was like nine hours, and I slept for a good at least five or four of them. I think I was only awake. I watched a movie um, for a bit. I listened to music, and then I watched a movie. I watched Late Night in Soho with that New Zealand actress, Thomasin McKenzie or something like that. She was so good in that, and there was that girl from The Queen's Gambit as well in that. It was a really, really good movie, actually. So good. Uh, so I watched that, and then I fell asleep listening to podcasts and slept for a good while. I didn't feel that bad on that flight, I feel. Like, it was sort of my time, 6 a.m. is when it ended. And so that was quite good because I always get up at that time. Oh, my God, sorry. I've just seen an Air New Zealand plane roll by as I'm talking, which is just so nice. I'm in Singapore and there's Air New Zealand. Hello. Give it a wee wave. That's so nice. (laughs) What the heck? Um, What was I saying? 
Oh yeah, I, I wasn't feeling that bad because that's the time I'd normally wake up for work anyway. And even though I didn't have like the most like easy or restful sleep because I was in a plane and the ch- the seats were tiny, guys. Oh my god, like I know I'm flying budget to get there, but God, they were so tiny. There was like no room. It hurt to like cross your legs. It was so painful. Um, but at least I had an aisle seat because I had such a funny t- tummy. Like I had a kebab. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That was only a few hours ago. But I had a kebab when I was in. Um, Sydney with Emma and it just wrecked my insides it was just horrible I had to keep going to the toilet I went like three times just like fart (laughs) because I was like I can't do it in the plane and like it just hurt so much because it was like like making bubble noises in my my stomach so that was not very fun um but yeah it was not a bad flight and then I got to Kuala Lumpur and we had the connecting flight which a few people from my flight were on too uh, you will have to excuse all that uh, airport sounds, by the way, because I am just chilling in the airport. But I think the microphone's pretty good at not picking up stuff like that. I'm not sure, though. Um, yeah, so Kuala Lumpur was fine. That was chill. I, like, got some Wi-Fi, messaged people. I was feeling really good. And then it was only an hour flight to go back to to come to Singapore. And then once I got to Singapore, that's when I was starting to get really stressed. But we were early by 15 minutes. So, and the whole process of, like, there's a guy watering plants. I'm going to have to come back to you in a second. I can't believe that that's happening to me right now. My God, what are the chances that as soon as I start to record, a guy comes over with this big tub of water and starts watering the plants right beside me? And now there's something coming by. It's actually so hard to record a podcast in the airport is something that I'm finding out. Anyway, I've been finding this a lot more chill than I thought it was. I think leading up to these flights... I had so much anxiety. I was I was having nightmares about missing them. I was scared about not making this check-in time when I had three hours in the most efficient and cleanest airport ever. I don't know why I was so nervous, but I guess you can't know until you're there. But at the same time, you shouldn't stress yourself out because what's the point in feeling that way now when it's not that moment, if that makes sense? My friend Tom lost his phone when he was in Barcelona and he was just really chill about it. And he said that everyone was like, what's going on? Like, why are you so chill? Like, I'd be like so pissed. And he's like, "Eh, like, there's nothing I can do. I can't go get it back from the guy. Like, I'm just, you know, I I can't. Like, that's that. Um, So what's the point in like being angry about it? And I think that's so, I just, I think that's such a mature response. And I think it takes time. And more experience of traveling and booking these really cheap flights and getting myself to places. You know, it, it's it's all about just getting more experience with that, I think. I think I can't. Oh, I think this is my plane that I'm staring at as well. Sorry, <laughs> my brain's everywhere. I think it is. Wow, there's so much going on in that plane. Whoa, so many goods. Wow, is DHL like a career thing that's worldwide, guys? I didn't know that. That's there too very intriguing anyway I think you shouldn't stress yourself out prematurely is what I'm trying to say I mean sometimes you just can't help it like you just literally there's just nothing you can do and I think for me I really just I I had to feel that way I had so many people everyone I talked to was like you'll be so fine like why you don't worry about this but I was just so anxious I think I was so anxious that I kind of forgot what I was doing like as in I kind like I knew I was going traveling and I knew I was like on my own and back on you know solo and you know I I'm yeah like back on the road and doing what I was doing last year but I don't think I like really realized it 
until I was in Kuala Lumpur Airport and I was like, oh, this reminds me of Bali and this reminds me of Thailand. Oh, this is great. Like, this reminds me of Asia. Like, obviously, it's a part of Asia, but it just reminds me of my time that I spent there. And I was like, holy shit, that was wicked. And I get to do that again in Europe. And I think I just, like, re remembered and got my spark and was like, all right, like, this is what I'm here for. This is why I'm doing this. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was the greatest feeling, honestly, because I hadn't been feeling the best about it. I hadn't really been thinking deeply about it other than this flight and then this in-between check-in time and stressing about that. That's like the only thing I'd thought about. So really, we're doing well. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, I'm so, I'm so excited. I don't think I got really very good airport advice. One thing that I always do is I always use the perfume and dirty, dirty free, dirty free. I always use the perfume and dirty free. I always use the perfume and duty free every time. I'm like, I'm not bringing perfume on the plane with me because there's no point. I also moisturize super heavily before I get on the plane. Oh, that's what I was going to tell you guys. Oh my God. That first flight, ignore the kids. That first flight, I went, like I woke up from my first sleep. I woke up from my big sleep, like my three hour, four hour sleep, and I had my eye mask on, and then I went to the bathroom because I really needed to fart, and then I had lost like all my eyelashes. <laughs> I'm not kidding, and I'm not laughing inside, I'm actually crying about it because I'd grown on such great eyelashes, I'd been so good at taking my mascara off, and they all fell off. Like, I mean, I still have some, but not as many as I used to, and I was like, what is going on, I was almost crying in the bathroom, I was like, what's going on, there's like a horror movie, and I was like trying to be careful not to pull any more out, but I don't know if that's like a thing that happens to people when they're flying, and like, I was really well moisturized, so I didn't think that anything, I don't know, it was so weird, it was so freaking weird, but I lost all my, um, my eyelashes, well, I lost a significant amount of eyelashes, and I don't want to put mascara on my eyes because I feel like that will make it worse. I'm just like rocking the the eyelashes I have right now. And it's not making me feel that great, to be honest. But that was horrible. That was like truly scary. That and the stomach were just, yeah. I said it was a good flight, but those two components really didn't make it the best flight, to be honest. I also started watching The 100. Uh, I have so much stuff downloaded because I think I just, I have the worst attention span. I can't stay on one thing. I need it to be either something I've already seen so that I can just like enjoy it. I'm like, ah, oh, this feels good or something I've never seen before. And if it's something I've never seen before, then I feel like my attention span might hold out a little bit longer. That's what I'm sort of thinking there. Anyway, I'm going to go board my flight to Istanbul where I'm flying with Turkish Airlines and I will catch you guys in, uh, yeah, there. I'll catch you there in the next airport. Guys, I'm not going to lie, I abandoned you for a good 20 hours or something there, and I am now just in London. Oh, I've been in London for a few hours, basically. I think the last time I talked to you, I was in Singapore about to board my flight to Istanbul. That was a 11-hour flight. It was actually pretty good. I just watched movies the whole time. I couldn't sleep, though, because I was in the middle, middle row seat. Middle seat, not middle row, just the middle seat. And I just, like, the two people either side of me were just bristling their arms, so I had to, like, put my arms and be skinny and keep my arms together so I couldn't, like, really relax and enjoy myself. I found it really hard. But I enjoyed watching movies and, like, eating my food. That was so nice. Um, but I couldn't really, like, enjoy my space and, like, sleep properly um which really sucked so i i did miss out i feel like if i had that sleep i'd be feeling a lot better now so i had that flight and then i got to 
Istanbul and then once I was there I just had like a little layover it didn't take that long I can't even remember it now and that was only a like five hours ago I had a little layover I why can't I not I literally can't remember it my brain is so dead and then I got on the plane again and I had a window seat and I just watched like the Harry Potter reunion watched some stuff had another meal it was really nice and then I arrived in London and I was supposed to have my friend Ruby come pick me up but she couldn't so then I had to navigate the bus system um which I also couldn't do by myself so she had to book me a ticket which was really nice um, and then I couldn't find my bus stop though. It's so confusing here. Like my friend Gabby lives here now and I see her stories every day about how confusing public transport is in London. And I'm just like, damn, it is so hard to navigate. I was completely in the wrong place and twice. And then eventually I just had to ask this man. He kind of looked like he knew what he was doing. And he's like, you're catching a white bus. Go where the white buses go. And I was like, that's not really that helpful, but thanks. But at least now I know that I catch white buses. Um, and I eventually got on my bus and yeah, I had a wee cry because I was just like, oh my God, like I can't even, my brain's too dead to count how many hours I've like, how many hours I've been traveling for. I can't even remember how many hours it's been. It's been so long. Like today is Friday night here, but like Saturday morning in New Zealand, Australia, and I haven't slept since Thursday. So that's like a long time, especially only one night now that I think about it. I only miss... Wait. I don't even know. I can't count back. And I've been pretty well fed on those past few flights. But I wonder if I need some more food. Like if that will help me out maybe more. Maybe. I'm looking like a little creeper with my hood down and my microphone on again. Anyway. What are my thoughts on traveling like this? Because obviously I got these flights for like under $1,000. I must say the Turkish Airlines really did wow me away. They had such good food, really great service, um, like blankets and everything. Like it was so nice. I was really comfy. I had a pillow. Like I felt very, like very comfy in those flights. Air Asia sucks. They don't even have, they don't have screens. They don't have anything. That's fine. Like that's what I'm used to. But I didn't realize how nice it was. Like I called Em mid us traveling and she just finished her 14 hour flights with Emirates. And she was like, yeah, it was great. I had food, I had cake, coffee, tea. And I was like, oh my God, I had nothing. I didn't even drink water on my first 10 hour flight because it was up in my overhead cabin and I couldn't get out to go get it. I went pee though. Oh, that was when I had the diarrhea. Maybe I wasn't in the middle. I don't even, I don't even remember. But all I know is it probably wasn't worth it. Uh, and if I could, I would probably, I don't know, I don't know. I like doing things cheaply, but like maybe for long flights, I would definitely try to get the ones that give you a meal because it makes all the difference for your energy and for things to look forward to, I would say. Yeah. This has been such a weird time because I've been so excited for this for so long. I've been so excited to not be working, to just be out in the world with me and my backpack again. I think my backpack's possibly too heavy for me. I think I need to get rid of some stuff. My front pack's definitely too heavy. My body's just aching and I don't think it's because it's not used to it. So I need to like lighten my load. But also I feel like it's hard to like really enjoy it, especially when you're traveling this much over the other side of the world. I've never done this before. Like all my friends that I made in Australia were from overseas and they were from like England or France or, you know, like Germany, like other countries. And they have to do like those ridiculous travel, like two days to travel there. And it just takes you out of you. And like, I don't think it really fully sinks in that you're somewhere else until you're there and you've had not a good night's sleep and you've been to a supermarket, which I'll get to do tomorrow, I feel like that's when I'll be like, well, I'm in England. Because right now, 
I just feel like I've just jumped from like five different airports and bus stations and I'm just like, I don't even know where I am. Everyone looks the same. Every human is the same. There's no difference between anything, but there is. There is differences. Um, I'm just really tired. <laughs> I'm debating whether or not to go buy myself some Starbucks or if coffee will just ruin me and I won't be able to sleep. Maybe I'll just get some food or something just so I have a little bit of something to go keep me going. Because I am dead. D-E-A-D dead. This podcast isn't even interesting anymore, I bet. I'm sorry, but this is reality. Also, my face is so ugly. Like, so ugly right now. My face is so puffy. At least it's moisturized, but like my eyes, my eye bags. Oh my god, my eye bags are huge. You could, you could land planes on them. You could swim in them. You could jump off a cliff into them. I don't know what I'm saying, but I'm really tired. But also, I'm fine. Like, for a bit there, I was really sad. Like, I was saying way back, my brain's so dead to remember when I was saying that. But I had a wee cry. And then I was like, no, like, I'm super grateful that I'm here and that I'm starting this. And then I'm, like, just Jay chilling and not waiting tables and bond. Like, this is fantastic. And I've been looking at more world packers to do in the next couple of weeks because I feel like I didn't really arrange my time in like England that well and like I was going to go stay with another friend but I don't know if that's going to happen so I sort of need to have a backup plan so I'm sort of starting to apply for my backup plan so I might be in Brighton with some artists or dogs sitting with these people who knows I will be around though I'll let you know what I'm going to do but I kind of got to make a decision in the next week because that's when I get moving again and I definitely need to lie to my bag because it's just way too heavy for me to be lugging around also does my voice sound weird I feel like it does. Anyway, I don't know if I'm going to leave it there or not because I feel like it's such a sad note. Maybe I'll listen back to it in the morning and then see how I go. Yeah. But anyway, peace out. This is like 46 hours of travel. But I'm good. I'm great. I'm happy. I'm excited. I'm tired. Hello wonderful people, this is Rue from the future and also from Salisbury, UK, England, blah 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 blah, how exciting. Um, I was really unsure about this episode whilst I was recording it and whilst I was traveling because I sort of just sat there and chatted about what was going on and how my trip was going and I quite often missed a lot of my stops just because I was exhausted or just didn't feel like I had time to sit down and talk which is totally fair and I don't feel bad about that because I think priority should be making my check-ins and making my flights maybe not podcasting um, but I wasn't sure about how it turned out I thought maybe it might have been a like slightly boring episode or maybe just a less interesting one um but I still think I listened back to it and it definitely it kind of uh captures the journey slightly or at least it does um and how it was for me and you can really tell from how I was really anxious and a bit sad from the beginning and then I got a bit more excited as I went on and I felt a lot better about you know I made that chicken and in Singapore it was totally fine actually like completely easy and so I felt really good and then all of a sudden I was just hit with such a massive wave of exhaustion and I was just so tired um so yeah I feel like it does really capture how the journey went but definitely I have some like afterthoughts one it was so interesting to fly two different airlines over of course um yeah Asia is so shit and I, I didn't realize how shit it was um until I went to my you know my next flights where I said I had food and blankets and so much more um things were supplied for me and I think I didn't really realize that like 
how much of a difference there was between budget airlines and other airlines. Like I've only ever really flown budget and I, I flew to Bali like this. I flew back from um, Vietnam like this and, you know, I flew to Thailand like this. This is all I've ever known is kind of like Air Asia and like this really cheap and kind of shit version of airlines. Um, so when I flew with the Turkish airlines and I had the videos and I had, like, I think I was just really amazed and it made me realize how important it is to book airlines like that and have for those longer journeys actually have a bit more of a nice I guess experience and a bit more of like food and service is so important um and same like legroom is all good just to sort of not have that but I think it's quite nice to have um a meal for you a hot meal for sure like that's wicked uh, I really enjoyed that honestly it was so great and I think I really enjoyed it because I've had, a few, like, you know, the past year of my travels being with the shit budget airlines and having none of that. So, you know, it goes to show that, like, maybe for shorter trips, it's really great to have those budget ones. But for longer hauls, it's it's way more important to have comfort and food and be able to get rest uh, for sure. Also, yeah, I mean, it's so weird. I, I, I haven't really explored the country I'm in yet. Right now, I'm just sort of resting and I've been really fortunate to have no jet lag. Um, I'm totally fine. I mean, I'm a bit tired in the evenings. But other than that, I'm very much settled into this time zone because it just feels like the time zone to me. Like, I, I don't really get it. I think I've just got really, really lucky this time. Like, so lucky. Um, because, yeah, I just, you know, when I think I've never had significant jet lag except for when I returned from Vietnam. And I kind of felt a bit like, I was just really tired in the mornings and it felt so hard to wake up and that was sort of it and then in the evenings again I was like sort of wide awake and couldn't get to sleep which was me like adjusting to that time difference but with here like I think my journey was so long and so fucked up and just so exhausting that I've just sort of like forgotten what the time zone I was living in was anyway like my body's just like oh okay this is it this is this is the new morning and this is the new evening and it doesn't really like notice that there's been much of a change so I'm very blessed for that I would say also it's just been yeah really chill and very lovely and I haven't done too much I think so my body's very um just you know getting to rest but yeah I've been applying for some volunteer opportunities for the next couple weeks because I'm staying with Ruby for a week and then once I leave her I basically have two weeks to kill before I need to get back to London uh, to go to Barcelona to meet my friends, which would be amazing. But in those two weeks, my goal is to spend as little money as possible um, because the more I save on this end of the trip is for the better, I say, because I think once I get to Europe, it's a bit more scary and a bit more expensive um, just with like, you know, those additional costs that you're not really sure about, like going on a train, buying a ticket, but then you don't like what is it called? I don't know what the word or the term is, but there's something we've got to like kind of like stamp the ticket or like check the ticket in or I don't know. They're really tricky over there. So, you know, there'll be additional fees like fines for that that I'll have to pay or, you know, experiences that I will just I won't know what's coming. And I feel like here it's much safer to be saving money and a bit easier. So I'm trying to do that by getting a volunteer opportunity if I can. And I've applied for a really cool one, but I don't want to tell you about it because I want to make sure I get it before I like tell the world, tell the rambles pod for sure. Um, so yeah, that was my 46 hour plus journey. I literally don't know how many hours it was because I've gotten so confused, but it was like at least a good like 28 hours on the plane, I think maybe more. 
and then all the other hours in the airports and the bus and whatnot either side of it was made for a good long journey but it was fine and I'm fine and I'm here and also I'm just like as I kind of said in the later part of um my travel traveling I was like I am excited like I really am I have nothing like I have all the freedom in the world right now I have no plan, like nothing that's holding me, making me feel, you know, like when you've got like a job, you're like, I've got work on this day and I need to get enough rest for this. Nothing. I have nothing like that. I just need to enjoy myself and go, oh, where do I want to be? What do I want to do? What is my new chapter going to be like? Because I have all the decisions and power right now. And that's really cool and very exciting. Um, Yeah. So, yeah. This is going to be such a great chapter. I'm so excited. So that was my journey from Sydney to Salisbury, England. And I am so grateful that I can do this and that I'm fit and able to do this and that I have people like Ruby who I can stay with and who are support, like supporting me and looking after me. I'm just so happy. I really, really am. And I've already called Emma and I've called Millie and yeah, just chatting to them and knowing that I get to see them in a couple of weeks in this side of the world is just so exciting. Oh my gosh, I don't know if you heard my stomach, but it did a big growl. It's really exciting. It's going to be a really, really cool time. Um, and yeah, the podcast is going to be such a great outlet to tell my stories on because I think also this is why I started the podcast, right? Because I was traveling last year and I was video calling all my friends and my family and I was telling them all these crazy stories and then I'd get so exhausted or I'd forget that I told people the stories. And so then I was just like missing out on these crazy things that were happening to me and telling everyone that I wanted to tell about them. And that's why I have this podcast because that way I can share with you everything that's happening. And also it's really great for me to like listen back and hear about everything that's happening. And I think it's going to be so fun to do things like I did with that travel, um, those travel days and hours and do it in live time and get to hear it. So yes, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I know it was a bit of a choppy one I guess um and yeah I will see you in the next destination which is somewhere else in England and I will update you on what's been happening then but for now uh see you later enjoy life <laughs> happy fourth of July I guess I don't know see ya bye bye bye